Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is a sportsethos.com presentation. If you want to go and give us a rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening from, Spotify, Audible, Amazon, all those fun places, we uh, we appreciate it. Or if you're listening on Dash Radio, how you going? Um, so, welcome back, and again, if you're, you're new to the show, welcome. I, I need to do that more often, I think, uh, and if you're, if you're returning, well, thanks for listening, and thanks for coming back, because uh, repeat listeners is what keeps us going, and uh, I'm going to kick off a little bit different, and it's because I, I probably delayed in getting this out a little bit, I was enjoying my Saturday, it was a lovely afternoon, thanks for asking, but... I just saw a post, and it's a couple of um, podcast hosts who are credential members of the media for another team, a team that recently won a championship. Uh, I shared the video on my um, Twitter with a couple of uh, comments around that, and I'm going to kick off with that. And I know we're going to talk to Pelicans, and we're just going to, and like we're going to finish so like like high, we're going to be up and about. Don't worry about it; just get through this. But it's, it was about uh, these two guys, uh, and there may be some profanity in this because it, it did uh, piss me off, for want of a, a better term. Is they decided that they were going to gatekeep podcasts, and particularly podcasts that are run by fans. Now, as you all know, I, for one, am a big fan of the Pelicans. You've probably seen it. You uh, you follow me on Twitter, and uh, we appreciate all the support, uh, and that is at Lyle Swindmaker Ethos Pelicans. Um, now... These guys go on and, and talk about, and I'm not going to say their names, and I'm not going to give them the, the time of day other than me venting on this. Um, it's a good little outlet, and I appreciate you all for sticking with me as I do that. If, you, if not, you just skip forward. But uh, these guys said that why would anyone want to listen to a, a podcast done by fans when all, they don't know anything, they don't have any connections, um, and, it, and if anything, it's actually affecting credentialed media members ability to access the teams. Now, I, for one, have had some wonderful people on this show and uh, people with credentials, people without credentials, people that have stood on the court, uh, people that have played professional basketball, there's been uh, people that have coached. One of the now assistant coaches has been on this show. Um, but I don't have any media credentials. No, it all came because I'm a big fan. I reach out to people and you build connections. And, and that's what things about. What these two uh, dickheads, for want of a better term, have done is pretty much shot themselves in the foot uh, because they think they're better than everyone else. And I don't care what team you support or what sport you cover. Podcasting has exploded. Everyone, these days, everyone has one. And I do it for enjoyment. I listen to them for enjoyment. I listen to a multitude of podcasts. And a lot of those people I've had on uh, on this show and I've been on their shows and, and vice versa. And I'm sure there'll be plenty more crossovers coming up. Uh 
I just thought it was a, a bizarre comment to make that they were somehow better than a, a regular fan who makes a podcast. Well, that's where they all started, wasn't it? They all started as a fan. They all started as um, some kid in their bedroom watching the uh, watching whatever sport or, or team that they had, and, and that's what they wanted to do. And, and eventually uh, started writing blogs and started uh, getting jobs in the media and, and working their way up. Well, this is just another forum. Media has changed. And mine is for entertainment. I've never once uh, myself... Um, said that I have any inside sources of anything I've, I've actively pushed against that and I get people in that actually do have those ideas and, and that information. But it was offensive and, and, you know, I don't get offended at much. I actually actively take the piss out of myself a lot. But I thought that was a really negative uh, and honestly unthoughtful take. I think instead of bringing others along for the journey obviously that those people's podcast is doing shit uh because they're whinging about other people essentially on their turf now i can honestly say as a as a member of pelicans land and having a pelicans podcast there's some fantastic podcasts out there uh we know jake we know uh we've had elliot on when he was doing the uh the his pod uh we had um else we had Chaz he was with Boot Crew we've had um you know Aaron Summers we've had who's actually with the team we've had we've had a multitude of people heap of people that have come on here Christian Clark Andrew Lopez all those guys these are media credential guys and they've been on here they're happy to talk Pelicans why should my enjoyment and the listeners enjoyment be gatekeeped by a couple of neckbeards over on the West Coast. I don't understand it. And that's my rant for the day. What I want to say, and this is a message out of all of this, is listen to what you want to listen to. If you want legitimate information direct from the horse's mouth, well, you go and speak to someone who, Woj or one of those guys that have those media credentials, Andrew, Will, um, or... Christian, those got Ollie Cassell, another one who's been on the show, big uh, supporter of mine and and I of his, um, you know Kevin Barrios, all those guys over at the Bird Rights have just been fantastic. David Fisher, Shamit's been on here before. Um, Mason Ginsburg, you know we've we've had guys that have clout in our in our fan base on these fan pods and they support other people because they also looking for entertainment and I just am. At this point, that it is so frustrating that because I don't have a piece of paper signed by a team, that for some reason a person's podcast or their opinion is not valued, and that I think is 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 just ridiculous. Listen to what you want to listen to this, and I'll stop ranting because that's what I seem to do in these pods now. But regardless, those two guys, dickheads. So let's put them to bed. Anyway, let's move on with the show because the hype train starts now. Should we start it again? This is the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. This is, you can follow us on Twitter at Lyle Swithenbank, at Ethos Pelicans. The Pelicans are 2-0. After being challenged by the Charlotte Hornets, we visited them second night 
on the road before our big home opener against the Utah Jazz on Sunday night. My golly gosh, this was 7am my time Saturday, so I, I, I'm very fortunate. I have a TV in my room and I have a little Chromecast attached, so I managed to somehow get the NBA app to work at 75% uh, so that I could, I could watch that in bed, which was actually quite uh, quite refreshing and uh, it was quite a nice way to watch Pelicans, actually. Usually I'm I'm up and, uh, and watching on TV, but... You know, lying down was, it was quite nice. Anyway, um, you don't need the intimate details of all of that. Uh, what happened? Well, the Pelicans came out and again, another fast start. Uh, but I suppose the quote of the night has got to be, feed the big man because the star, uh, probably our MVP from last year, Jonas, or Jonas Valanciunas, uh, stepped up in a big way and just absolutely bullied these poor defenseless Charlotte Hornets, they uh, they didn't have an answer for him. They threw Plumley at him and they threw Richards at him and Jonas would not be denied. He was absolutely outstanding. And in a, uh, with all the hype around the big threesy and even I'd done it, uh, I realized that actually we needed to have a, another name. As I put a tweet out about it and I was answered. The call was answered. It wasn't the hero we needed, but the one, or wasn't the hero we deserved, but the one we needed. And uh, the fantastic foe was born, uh, spelled, of course, as we do in New Orleans with an E, A, U, and an X. And credit has to go 150% to the great man uh, at or Dalton, uh, which is at Daltoid16, D-A-L-T-O-I-D-16. Go and follow him because uh, he has he has named the big four of Zion, CJ, Brandon Ingram, and Jonas Valanciunas. And we're going to talk about how big of his performance was, what we saw from the other guys, and so let's get to that now. So, visited uh, North Carolina, so it was one of those games, there's a few guys from there, Zion, B.I., uh, DG's from there as well, and ooh, I'm forgetting the fourth one. There's someone else there from there as well. Uh, all North Carolina guys heading home, seeing all their mates, and um, you know Billy Hernan Gomez played there for a while as well at Charlotte before coming to the Pels. And honestly, we jumped them from the start, 35 to 24. Jonas was huge in the first quarter. I think he had 12 of his first 14 points in the first quarter, and was just absolutely. Uh, Completely unstoppable and, and ending up with a massive double-double, 30 and 17. And, oh my gosh, he was, a, he was a man playing against boys. Honestly, it was like that scene from The Benchwarmers, the lovable movie from uh, way back where they had the uh, the grown man come and play kids baseball um, with uh, or softball or whatever it is and has the ID that says, I am 12 with $50. And uh, actually, the bloke's a semi-professional um baseballer and, and comes and absolutely decimates him. But it, uh, it honestly, it felt like that. He was getting everything. Any shot that was missed, he was he was gobbling up, putting it back up. He was getting and ones. It was out muscling him. Little midi, he was hitting threes. And honestly, he was a man on a mission. And he looked uh, rejuvenated. Honestly, he, he looked like JV at the start of last year. You know, we relied on him a lot. There was a lot of guys out. There was a lot of turmoil and the like as we were trying to win games. Brandon was out to start the season. Zion out for the season, and and JV really held us down, and 
he looked refreshed being that sort of guy that uh, that no one was really worried about, I suppose, defensively. They always wanted to help off to the other three guys, and in the end, they couldn't. And it, and it just made everyone else's job easier because they knew that if they helped off Jonas, he was just going to punish him. And uh, I, I could gush about Jonas all day. He just had such a fantastic game. And, I mean, everyone will be saying the same thing. He, he was great. Uh, we jump over, now, that being said, we'll just jump over to the quarter by quarter. We like to do that. Quarter one, 35 to 24. Quarter two, 26 to 27 in favor of Charlotte. They started chipping away. Second quarter, they did, uh, they did get a bit of confidence back. Third quarter, they jump out again. And, uh, we actually took another, I think it was another eight point lead into the, into the half. And it was echoes of the game before, um, third quarter, 34 to 32, they start chipping away and they actually managed to erase a huge deficit, get it back to two points. Uh, and you know, it was like the ghost of you've got a fight came down and the Pels just dug in. They came back and finished off strong 31 to 27, winning 124 to 112, in Charlotte, and that uh, actually caps off 90, uh, 96 straight minutes of Pelicans leading basketball games. They haven't fallen behind at all this season, which, I mean, let's keep that going for as long as possible. I wonder what uh, 82 times uh, 48 is, because we'll work that out at the end of the year, I guess, when we go 82 and 0, of course. Um, <laughs> but I, I digress. Uh, it was really, honestly, just... It wasn't clinical because we were challenged. You know, there was there were parts where the ball uh, stuck a little bit or, or the turnover wasn't right or we missed a few shots. Oh, the turnover, the pass resulted in a turnover. Uh, you know, that was a bit of sloppy play. And the thing is, you need to be able to respond. You're going to be challenged by teams on their home floor. And if you can win on the road, well, you know, what happens when you've got 18,000 people standing behind you uh, on your home court cheering your name? You know, you're going to be flying. So... Uh, really great to be able to win on the road and another gutsy testament, uh, another gutsy win. Uh, and it's a testament to uh, Willie Green getting the guys ready to play and all the coaching staff and uh, and the guys getting themselves ready and, and rearing and, you know, uh, looking away from, oh, beyond uh, having your family and friends and a whole heap of stuff for a lot of those key guys in attendance. It's... Uh, you drown the noise out and you get your job done and it makes us very, very happy. 2-0, and as I said. Uh, over at the box score, Brandon Ingram, 28 points, 9 rebounds, 7 assists, 2 steals, 1 block. I mean, if you've got him in fantasy basketball, you're laughing. 50% shooting, hit a 3. 11 of 11 free throws. Uh, oof. And when he's getting to the, the line like that and they're rewarding him, oh, good luck. What do you got? It's James Harden-esque, 11 free throws. Um... And he's earned them. There was a whole heap that were missed, and we still managed to uh, to get that. And the most important part is when you get those freebies, you knock them down, and, and he was doing that. Brandon Ingram, uh, there's, there's, there's no words to describe how impressed I am with him. He has just been great to start the season. Uh, Zion cooled off a little bit. Uh, str- I mean, he struggled. He had 36%. Still ended up with 16 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, and a steal. 7 of... Uh, 19 shooting, two or four free throws, had himself three turnovers, but it, it was like how we've talked in that, uh, and that the guys have talked about is that these, it's it's next man up. It's it's not going to be everyone's night every time, and yeah, okay, he made it difficult, but he also broke down a heap of defenses, 
Uh, he missed a couple of shots, but they turned into JV rebounds or, or Trey or, or Brandon, it looks like, uh, as well, grabbed a, a fair few. Even CJ had himself six rebounds. It um, and, and that's important because if you attack the basket, it collapses defenses. And when you've got shooters like CJ, uh, BI, Trey standing on the outside, they get to hit shots. And it makes it a hell of a lot easier when uh, no one's standing in front of you. So really, I mean, a down game in quotation marks, but otherwise he was all right. JV, as I said, 30-17 rebounds, 4 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, 8 of 11, 72%, 1 of 3 from 3, 13 of 14 free throws, uh, and he had himself a cheeky 4 offensive rebounds, 13 defensive. He was clean on the boards, he had the Windex out and was polishing up the glass, and uh, he was looking mighty, mighty strong, and, and just really... He, he started in this one. I'm, I'm, I'm on the Jonas train, as I always have been, but he did that in 29 minutes, which is pretty efficient. Herb Jones, 31, nearly 32 minutes, 7 points, 2 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 blocks. He only takes 3 uh, field goal attempts. He hit 2 of them. He, he'd only hit 1 up until the last quarter. He'd only attempted 1 up until the last quarter. And what that says to me is that this guy doesn't care about anything but winning. He plays so hard on the defensive end. He sacrifices his body he guards the best player on the op- opposing team, and he's absolutely critical when he go uh, when he does so. He, he makes their life difficult, and he doesn't expect the ball in his hands. And when you have a guy like that that is happy to sacrifice his game and his um, individual stats for those around him, knowing that there's some all-star caliber players there, the fantastic foe, he. Um, he, he just was great, and uh, I'm so impressed with Herb. Another out-of-bounds uh, three-point attempt uh, that he blocked, which was just unreal. He is, he is something else. Another majestic eagle moment, um, blocking Kelly Oubre into the stands. Uh, CJ McCollum had himself a bit of a one, 21 points, six rebounds, two assists, one steal, nine of 17, 52%, two of six from three. Uh, had himself three turnovers, but you get those on the big jobs. He um, he was solid. Again, sometimes falls into a bit of over-dribbling and catches himself um, in, or does himself a bit of a mischief because he runs out of shot clock. But uh, again, you're getting 21 points. He's fairly efficient. He doesn't do too many bad things. And, you know, he leads from the front. And, um, you know, playing third fiddle, you're getting 21 points from your third best player. Well... Ooh, you know, it's it's not not a bad position to be in. And honestly, he's another threat. And he was in his bag at times tonight. He hit the little bank shot, uh, little run, a lot of little floaters and runners, and he was attacking. And I like that he gets downhill. I think that's really uh, a compliment to his three-point attempts, which, which I um, also appreciate. Uh, off the bench, bench was a bit quieter in this one. Jose, six points, two rebounds, one assist, one steal, two of four. Hit one three-pointer, only three attempts. Uh, Nance, two, two, and two, and two blocks. Um, no steals, but that's okay. Uh, and again, he was okay. Um, did his role, a few tap-outs, things like that, but wasn't really called upon to um, have to do too much in this one. And perhaps that was matchup based and also they wanted to play Billy a bit because he um, deserves a bit of an opportunity and, and he played five minutes. Uh, who else played? Trey Murphy, eight points, three rebounds, three steals, three or nine shooting, hit 
uh, two of five from three, forty percent, which is delish. Uh, honestly, he wasn't put in that many shots up. He wasn't put in a position to be able to. You know, when he gets daylight, he's allowed to shoot. But people are starting to recognise. Well, we can't leave him open. Um, so he's been doing other things. You know, he he did a pump fake and went to the basket. Uh, he nearly um, broke the ring off the backboard when he um, he tried to dunk it into oblivion. Unfortunately, he hit the front of the rim or the back and. And it yeeted out, but uh, he was um, he was solid in 20 minutes and defends like his life depends on it. Three steals, just delish. Najee Marshall, 11 minutes, comes out, um, defends, doesn't expect to score, and uh, probably the the owner of the most wholesome night uh, moment of the night where he came up with 40 seconds to go. Um, oh, I think it was 26 seconds left, and we, we, we knew we were going to have to take a shot clock violation. Brandon Ingram had the ball. Najee comes up and says, give it to me, my mate. Give me that ball and I'll uh, I'll take that uh, that TO for you. And he took the turnover and, you know, all that would have made it better is like a, a loving pat on the shoulder, but I'm sure that happened uh, at other times. But uh, that was um, that was a, a lovely little gesture from Najee to make sure that he's, his all-star teammate doesn't take another turnover and affect his stats. Uh, so we appreciate that. Devontae Graham returning to his home court had four points, one rebound, one assist, one of four shooting, hit a three-pointer and one free throw. Uh, it was a quiet night for him. He's still coming off screens and, and trying to uh, launch him when he can. But again, you know, his shot isn't falling. It makes it tough. He, he has limited shots now and he knows he's a, a fair way down the pecking order. So when you come in, you've sort of got to be ready to go and um, it's going to be tricky for him to continue to uh, to maintain minutes if he's not going to be making shots. But again, I'm not the coach. I don't know what he's going to do. Uh, Billy Hernan Gomez had five minutes, nearly six, two points and five rebounds, one of three shooting. Um, he was okay out there. He's a little bit slow uh, defensively and, and, and laterally, I suppose. But otherwise, he grabbed a shit ton of rebounds in, uh, in six minutes. He got five of those and, um, you know, got himself a couple of points but uh, I like Billy but I think he's a matchup based player especially with JV being as dominant as he was and Larry playing that small ball five and then Trey can sort of play that four uh, ish and we could play a bit smaller and even you could even probably play Trey as a small ball five in this modern uh, offense especially with Zion but uh, you know and defense but uh, it um, again watch this space as, as Willie Green works through all of that uh, Gordon Haywood wins the award for the shittest haircut. Um, his barber must have got called out to an emergency or something halfway through because I've only shaved the sides. Although I do I do laugh at that because that is a, um, a very Australian haircut. A lot of our sporting guys, uh, AFL players, things like that, have those sort of shit haircuts at the minute. Um, so maybe the trend will die out and he'll get the rest of it fixed up. But... Uh, don't know. It was interesting. But it didn't affect his shooting ability because he gave us 26 and 7, so that was all right. But um, anyway, uh, we'll go to a break now. That's the box score. We will do a little bit more talk on that game. We will then talk about the Jazz game, what's going on. Get down there and support your Pelicans. It's a sellout, so find a pub if you don't have tickets. Uh, but we'll get to all of that after the break, so I will talk to you shortly. Watch this space. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. 
Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Okay, listeners, it's time to do a little fantasy, or talk a little fantasy hoop. Do you remember who led you to Tyrese Halliburton, DeJounte Murray, Terry Rozier, and Mikael Bridges before any other ranked list? That's right, it was the Brewski 150, and you probably turned those huge wins into some cash, didn't you? Well, great. The Brewski 150 is now available to all Fantasy Monthly members, including the extremely affordable Fantasy Pass for only $5.99 a month, USD. Uh, Head to sportsethos.com to upgrade to a Fantasy Pass now and dominate your drafts. Okay, guys, after that uh, announcement, welcome back to the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Lyle on the mic. So, to, to wrap up and put a bow over this uh, this game against Charlotte, honestly, really impressed with the guys. And, and there was, if you don't listen into the spaces, make sure you jump in there and, and have a listen because I, I gave a, I threw a bit of wisdom out there, a bit of self-proclaimed wisdom. And, um, you know, there was talk about the rotations and why certain guys were playing and, uh, you know, quotation marks or brackets, DG and, and Billy. And... I assume there's a number of reasons. And uh, this is just me surmising. This is uh, me just using my fan intuition. Anyway, sorry, I won't be salty anymore. Um, the I think one of the reasons is that Willie's just a good bloke. And he wants to delegate minutes in a way that keeps everyone happy. You know, Billy has asked for minutes. He was in Charlotte where he has fans. He's played there. You know, you want to play him in games like this where he's in front of people that know him. Same as DG. He had a whole heap of 150 family or something showed up to, to watch these Pels. And if you don't play him in those games, well, all of a sudden you cause... Well, you don't know what the result's going to be. These guys are big culture guys. DG, Billy have been integral in building this, um, uh, this culture in the locker room. We've seen that. Everyone loves both of them. And if you start upsetting the culture guys to a degree where they feel completely and utterly... Uh, dejected, you start causing issues. And people who are good friends with these culture guys all of a sudden feel that uh, same, uh, I suppose, feeling and, and it sort of permeates throughout the rest of the, the group. So I can see why these guys are playing. It's also game two, so let's not lose our brains about the rotation. I'm sure it's going to settle at, at later on in the season when we can work out who's there. Still got Jackson Hayes to come back and work into the rotation. We've still got, um, you know, Dyson still sitting there just waiting for his opportunity. There's guys that are, a car is going to be coming back. So there's going to be guys there that are going to need to earn some minutes. So there's got to be some that are going to, well, some guys that are going to lose some. So uh, what a luxury it is, is all I'm going to say, that we get to whinge about um rotations and debate rotations in game two i remember this time last year we were like will we ever win i remember going on spaces and i was asked by chris connor on there another guy who's been on the show another great uh, fan um he he said to me he goes well when are we gonna win and i got the the 
uh, schedule up and he said to me and I was like oh maybe like December and we were sitting in what the first week of November or something and he was like what Christmas and I was like yeah it could be about Christmas and honestly I wasn't far off but it, it, the way we were playing gosh it was it was tough but now look at us we're, we're flying and you know we have an opportunity to go and take on a Utah Jazz team that was um, up and about today they won in OT against the Timberwolves but I don't rate that team at all so uh, I think the Jazz are just a bunch of upstarts at the minute trying to work out uh, as much value as they can for their veterans before they fully tank and go for Wemby but I think it's uh, it's going to be interesting to see uh, it's going to be an interesting test because it's a, a team that has nothing to lose it's also Nikhil Alexander Walker revenge game so we'll see what happens there but uh, look forward to that that I think is a 6pm Tip off again on Sunday night. Home opener. You get a cool T-shirt. I've seen that uh, on the Twitter. That uh, looks very cool. So if you you get a spare one, feel free to hold on to it till I get over there and you can give that to me. That'd be wicked. But also you don't have to do that. And um, that's very, very um, presumptuous of me that anyone would want to do that. But uh, we appreciate all of that, um, the support. But get down there and uh, and check out your pals. It is a sellout. So there'll be 18,000. No doubt there'll be a few different things on. There's also that um, sports drink crossover with the Pels 12 happening. You can, I don't know if it's still playing tickets, but you can actually play on the Smoothie King Center before the game um, during lunchtime. It's like a whole day thing. Uh, you can have a few beers or if you want a few softies, you can have that as well. A few soft drinks. Uh, you get a free t-shirt. You get a ticket to the game. You get, uh, and it's all 10 bucks. So go and check that out uh, over at Sports Drink as well. Shout out to those guys because they are wonderful people as well. But um, yeah, so at 6 p.m. tip off at the Smoothie King Center. Taking on the Jazz who are also 2-0. and We're 2-0. and And uh, we're going to try to ruin that for them and... The blender is going to be spinning, it's going to be churning, and everyone's going to be up and about, and I am very jealous. I'm chomping at the bit, only two months to go, and I will be over there, so I think I'm going to leave it at that. Enjoy Sunday night. It'll be Monday morning for me, so I'll be up bright and early, um, 7 a.m. again, but that's okay, it's Monday. Great way to start the week. Um and look after yourselves. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. This has been the Sports Ethos New Orleans Pelicans podcast. I am your host, Lyle Swithenbank, non-credentialed member of Pelicans fandom. Follow me on Twitter at Lyle Swithenbank. At Ethos Pelicans is the show. Stay safe, look after one another, and enjoy the Pelicans. And of course, bye for now. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.